0: I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? So join us in our conversation.
1: A great day to talk is brought to you by St. George Design. Offering complete website design, social media management, search engine optimization, Google and Facebook ad management, and many other digital and print marketing services. StGeorgeDesign.com And by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes, third-generation builders who have been building custom homes in southern Utah for over 25 years. They will take your dream home from concept to completion. Contact RichardsonBrothers.com the April Gates Group and Zion Canyon Real Estate have been specializing in helping Southern Utah clients buy and sell property for over 18 years. We can help you too. Call or text April today 435-632-8869. 435-632-8869.
2: Hi everyone. It's Kim Michelle and welcome to a great day to talk. I'm here with my great friend Jill. Oh friends? hi. <laughs> and my other great friend, Patty. Hello. And my other great friends that you may not know, Miss Jill's husband, Judd. Hello. And that's how we refer to him, just Jill's husband. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not that's wait, so I didn't not know, true. I didn't know his name was Judd. Yeah, that that yeah, that's <laughs> not true. And Patty's <laughs> delightful husband, Riley.
0: Oh. Jill's husband oh. and Patty's delightful. Adjectives.
2: Husband. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: I'm not delightful. Well oh, you are sometimes. So many sometimes. other
2: adjectives. No. Okay. Yeah. I, oh my like, gosh. I'd I didn't like know to... I could get in so much trouble by using <laughs> a positive adjective to try to describe people.
3: Oh, I would like to give Judd a shout out though. He ran his twelfth marathon this yes. weekend. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Big uh, yeah. shout Yay! out. Nicely mm-hmm. yeah. done. And Thank this you. one he ran for me, right? So I don't have to.
1: Yep. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That, that was, yeah. That yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That was yeah.
2: awesome. Yeah, so thank Eleven, you for that. 11 was for Patty. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Perfect. Thank That's you, exactly thank you. how we 10
1: was that. for Riley. No, I want mm-hmm. 20. You want 20? Yeah, mm-hmm. I want 20. So then, oh, man. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, then I get two and you get... <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm good with one. One's
1: so, what, yeah. good for you? you yeah, well, You I'm don't need right. to do
2: it again. Yeah, not for me. No. Yeah. So we want to welcome you to the podcast. We're really excited because this is the first time that we've had the husbands on together in wow. a segment like this. Two of we these. know that we have one husband who isn't here, Scott. Hi, Scott. Shout out, Scott. Hi, would, Scott. He Glenn, would so Glenn. love... Comment
1: now, Scott.
2: Yeah. This is exactly we, the show he would Sean, so want to on? be on. Yes. Can we do it? Yeah. He would so love to be on this uh, uh, podcast Sean. with us. So, um, <laughs> honey, we know that. And uh, down the road, we're all six of us. We're going to give Sean our... our IT guy, a heart attack For, here, Mr. just figuratively, not literally. We can't do six uh, by bringing six in here and mm-hmm. having you all on. Uh, but we want to welcome our guests, of course, who we will treat like family, <laughs> 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 uh, as we have this podcast today to talk about. Really, we we named this uh, podcast a great day to talk, so that we could talk about all the things that we talk about. Jill and Patty, and oftentimes with their spouses, when we get together and just talk and have conversation. And um, we can't think of a better way to do that than to talk about some of the also social issues that sometimes don't get brought onto the podcast, but that we do talk about. Mm -hmm. And so that's how we're going to choose to dive into today's conversation. And um, I love how what we've decided to label or title this which is the humane life party i knew party. it was the something the humane party i'm so the opposed to party, party they didn't even the humane party or the human party who's party who's going to who's gonna I be i don't party of the is right or left we Yeah, just so, to be the human
1: it's good thing, um, not the humane society
2: well we want it to also be humane in nature right yes. so sometimes mm. our our discourse and our conversation especially in today's climate doesn't feel very humane, um, generous, and kind with each other. And I think part of the purpose of this conversation is to say that we can come from different perspectives and have different ideas, and at the same time still have a powerful discourse on those and learn from each other. And really, that's that's why we get together and talk. Right. Uh Yeah. So- We're going to experience that, and we hope you enjoy, and we ask you to join along in the conversation, and uh, if you strongly disagree with any position, that's great, because at least you have a position. Right. Mm -hmm. That's fabulous, and if you strongly agree, that's great, too, but also recognize that maybe between your strongly agree or strongly disagree, there's somewhere in the middle that maybe we could meet. So... That's how we're going to lead into the conversation. Who wants to present the actual what we're going to talk about?
3: Well, Riley, Go I ahead. think this one is of our you. guests.
4: Oh, now I'm scared.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, just no. You know, Riley came to me a couple weeks ago or several weeks ago, and he was just like, "I just I've got to talk. I've got to talk about these things." Cause it was bothering him, and as the more news he watched, and then he was reading articles and. Things that were just really bothering and I'm like, well, let's get together and so we did tonight and I think he is the perfect person to introduce what we're going to talk about.
4: <laughs> okay, well, one of the things that I was, there's there's multiple things. We talked right. about several of them tonight. but um,
3: Yeah, I think we're going to stick a minute. with the but, immigration uh, tonight.
4: One of the things that was driving me crazy this last little bit has been immigration and to be fully clear about this. I don't disagree with immigration. I feel like everybody deserves an opportunity to be free and and live a full life and have opportunity to do whatever they want to do. I really do. And in the last, um, I'm a general contractor, in the last several years, I could have used help like crazy. Anyone would have been helpful. And, and I especially appreciate... Um the folks that come across the border that, that do come to work for us here. They work hard. I've got some really great um really great people that I work with every day from south of the border, from Southern America or South America, that they keep their head down, they work hard, they're very appreciative, they're charming and loving and they love their families. And so just to begin, I want to say thank you for your help and dedication. However, we have a problem where um, we have a lot of migrants coming across the border right now, and they don't really have a place to go, and they don't necessarily have a path or a plan. We can't handle the the magnitude of the people that are coming across the border right now, so they're being stuck in. I mean, uh, you know, for oh, lack godly. of better words, uh, yeah. it's, it's just not good. I mean, some not of it's okay, some yeah. of it's really bad. And um, and I I just can't even imagine. I mean, one again to go back, I can't imagine parents sending their kids on these massive journeys without their parents trying to find a way um, to become American, to be to to get uh, full life and yeah. be free of, of um, tyranny. Tyranny, mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
4: Yeah. However, um, mm-hmm. recently we had uh, what was kind of. Thank Sean. You know, looks like, uh, what'd you say?
3: I said, thank Sean. He got
4: Facebook. I got thank it, Sean. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank talk. you, Sean. Thank <laughs> you <laughs> you, I
3: don't have a microphone today. Sorry. And I'm sorry because whispering in a microphone is still in a microphone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: Anyhow, so recently we had a, what was called a political stunt by DeSantis, who went from Florida, picked up some folks in Texas and took them to Martha's Vineyard. And... The thing that was maddening to me about this is um, Martha's Vineyard is part of a sanctuary city. They're part of um, this place that is supposed to be welcoming to um, immigrants and and embrace it. And they they're for it. They they want to make sure. I mean, ultimately they they've been part of the process of taking down some of the. Um,
3: Statutes of the, as the far things as immigration. that you know, but Trump
4: and other people have put together, so that so that we wouldn't just have mass flooding of immigration.
3: But however, are they um, sanctuary? Doesn't mean come in. Da da da. It just means we won't have ice, ice here. You. To right, you're not. We're, you can come you. here. We're not removing you yeah. or arresting you. Well,
1: that's it's, it's
4: but, really, but that's not true, really, because they did remove them.
3: Well, I know. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. But I'm just saying like sanctuary in general. Does that that does that mean anything more than this is a state where we're not going to arrest you if you're non-document, if you're undocumented people
1: who are in those cities who may be illegal immigrants to report crimes and to be able to feel safe. Right. Because they don't have to hide without being
2: arrested or potentially turned over. It doesn't
3: necessarily mean anything other than that. That's correct.
4: It doesn't mean anything less than that either.
3: Well, no, I understand that. And that's that right there, Judd, is such a huge problem with non-documented or undocumented persons here in the United States because they won't report a crime and they are vulnerable to crime because of that. Mm -hmm. And so we need areas where we need safe places where we can come report domestic violence. And you're not going to report that if you're undocumented and so... That's going to still occur. Right. So I guess my question, Riley, is does sanctuary mean come everyone or does it mean if you come in, if you're here, we don't have those laws that we're going to deport, deport you if you, if you report, you a, report a, crime. a crime.
4: You know, I, I I couldn't define that. I would say that generally they're saying, hey, if you come here, then no, we're not going to report you or, or send you back home or, you mm-hmm. know. So I don't know if it's as specific as. Don't come here or if you're here, we're not going to report you. But, yeah.
3: Yeah. But either just... way,
4: I mean, either way, I again, I want to say I I have no problem
3: with, come, with immigration. I do. It, we're yeah. all
4: immigrants. Yeah. I mean, all of us yeah, are. Right. For sure. So, mm-hmm. well, but
2: the majority of us are, y- well, yes. unless you're yeah. Navajo unless you're native
3: well, american
1: right right yeah unless you're native american you're of us are yeah.
3: Immigrants. Yeah. yeah and even those
1: guys were immigrants once upon a time right. so. yeah. from somewhere um Everybody. anyhow
4: the the topic for me it was really like hey you know this is a shot across the bow we send No, and i say we it's not me i didn't do it but um, de sends 150 um folks immigrants to martha's vineyard and and they were well received, they and they were taken care of and fed and and they got everybody got hugs and it was all great and then they put them on a bus and sent them to Cape Cod, you know, to so, a
3: facility that had a better ability to take care of that right. 150 people right
2: we're, sure right. Yep. and we're, families and yeah. Yeah. yeah
4: so so they they can facilitate better and honestly and they ended up in a better situation than they would have been if they just stayed in the situation. in. In at Texas, the border, on, the border. Right. Mm-hmm. on te- in Texas. So, but the idea in my mind, and and this is the part that made me upset, is that we're looking at it as a political stunt. When I think it's just a shot across the bow. It's like a, a, you know, pointing a light at something. Now, we talked a little bit about the fact that. Um, the, the idea behind what DeSantis did for him may be different than the way I'm looking at it. And it might be different than the way a lot of other people are looking at it. There's got to be a solution. It's obviously not just shipping, you know, hundreds of people to Martha's Vineyard. That's not going to work. However, I think if they said, hey, we should take our percentage of folks and leave them here, keep them here and take care of them and give them jobs and do that rather than just ignore it you know, vote, yes, we should allow immigration to happen. We should take out, like remove laws that prohibit that and let states like um, Arizona and Florida and Texas handle the problem because they don't have to think about it unless it comes in,
3: you know, sneaking to, to in right. yeah. somehow. It comes into the yeah. airport. Which, I, I mean, I understand that concept. I understand where you're coming from is sometimes we have to the squeaky wheel—you have to see it. Uh-huh. You have to see it. You, you can't know it until, it. until like, you're in it. Yeah, right. which is why there was so much criticism over uh, whatever uh, anybody in our administration who hadn't been to the border to see what that was like. Right. So there was always criticism over that. You need even to come when they see. go to the
4: border, they look at it the way that they want to look at it. Well,
3: and and, and we've talked about this a
2: little bit well, in other issues around do that
0: uh, that we have. That's just about every issue. Mm-hmm. People that are in charge. It's not their life. It's not their world. No. And they make a quick visit, get some photos, Mm -hmm. shake hands, nod heads, and then they're done. Mm -hmm. You know? And so that becomes a dangerous, dangerous way to
3: run anything. Right. Whether it's as much up at the Washington, D.C. administration or down at the state level, state level or, or the local city level, level mm-hmm. or the school district level. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So it gets
4: a little deeper than that, too, where you go, OK, how, well, I mean, you've got a lot of different things that you've got to resolve, which is how to solve that problem. How do we stop? Not stop. How do we facilitate immigration in a way that the so
3: that it's humane that, they're, they're,
4: that it's humane but the, they're legal, mm-hmm. that they're here and they're documented, that they're paying taxes and, and you know, helping pay for the school districts and helping pay for their insurances and things like that. Because that's a big deal. That's, yeah. that's really the fine line between yes or no. It's like, but at the same time, it's so difficult for them to cross the border and become a legitimate, um, American,
3: right. Member of a community that
4: they end up going in hiding and they don't show up to their court dates and they don't do these things because it's, they're afraid that they're going to end up going, just getting shipped back. Right. So, you know, we want it both ways. I mean, well, I shouldn't say we want it both. I want it both ways. I want, I want people to be here. I want them to be allowed to be here just like we are. Right. But at the same time, they should be, um, You know, paying their dues and taking care of the things they should take care of, so their kids can go to school and and get enjoy the freedoms that we do. Enjoy the freedoms that we've got. You know, there's a price that comes to it, and we're paying it, right?
2: Well, 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 I I, I know that I am, (laughs) but I would say a lot of them do pay, and we're unaware of that as well. I mean, most workers who are undocumented have some type of documentation that allows them to work because the government requires that. So they have a Social Security number that they have from somewhere. So they're paying. They have money taken out of their checks. They're paying into that. Paying into but they month cannot month. receive any Benefit. benefits. So how do we define what is the price they need to pay in order for them to pay enough to have the benefits to be able to stay within the United States. I mean, as long as you, I think as long as you have laws that regulate legal immigration, you're going to have illegal immigration because legal immigration, even as, as it's designed, is going to be set up to serve a, a predominantly certain section of the population. Absolutely. Nice. It's expensive. It's time-consuming travel. And we want to we want to bring in who we from the types them. of countries we want to bring people into.
3: Right. Mm.
4: Well, we certainly hope we can bring in good people who will be a positive influence in the communities that they're in.
0: Which is interesting because but how we do we define is, that? It, right, because in the United States, we, get we to have... We don't guarantee the right. people that are here. And we have plenty of people who are not positive influences that are here. But we should ship them out.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay, we out. <laughs> If you're an asshole, get out. Let the good people in, in and just ship the bad people There's out. There's going to be a special <laughs> sensor
0: yeah. that you're going to have to go through that's going to identify whether you're like a good at the airport. They stand person. up and exactly. it's
4: like, oh yeah, bad.
0: Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, that's the that's humans are humans, right? And it's just like at school, we get our students. Our students come from all walks of life. It's not like blueberries. In certain places where you can pick through the blueberries and get rid of the blueberries you don't want. We get to share in this with our kids, right? Our kids are who our kids are. Mm -hmm. They come from all things. Uh And it's the same thing when you're thinking of regulating who. Of course we want all the very best people. And yet all the very best people are still the people that are have are bad have made bad choices. I don't want to say they're bad, but they've made bad choices. Do you know what I mean? It's like, there's no, there's no, you know, the vetting process. I don't
1: think there's a lot of people that would argue with the fact that we want good people to come through and we want to make it easy for people to immigrate to the country. The problem is that right now the system is broken. Right now it takes you years upon years to get Mm -hmm. a green card. Um, You know, and, and there are so many hurdles for a person who wants to legally immigrate to the United States, that it's, it's an almost impossible process. And you have all these migrant workers who want to just come for a temporary amount of time, work and go back to their families in Mexico and or, or wherever. Wherever. And, and we make it so incredibly difficult that it's far easier to hire a coyote and get across the border. Mm. You know, if you're talking Which about illegal immigration, far that way.
3: easier. You know, yeah. is scary. it's scary, scary. To scary. That scary to say that. To say that that's, that's easier. the easier
1: route. Yeah. So, so it, really, it comes down to we we all know we have a problem. Why why isn't anybody doing anything about it? Why yeah, wh- why, Jed, aren't why do you think that is? Well, because it's it's a political yep. it's a political agenda that that gets the base all ginned up. I mean, you have. I don't think Republicans are ever going to legitimately fix immigration as long as it's an issue that will continue to win them elections. Because if you make the immigration problem go away, as a Republican, then then you have to find another issue that gets your base as fired up as immigration does right now. So, what, what are the Democrats doing to change that? What's the big policy? I mean, besides just so I, I mean, right now, I mean. The question really is, what did Republicans do to do? I mean, Republicans have had a couple of different opportunities where this is their huge issue and they didn't do anything about it. I because mean, Because
0: they were the majority.
1: Yeah. I mean, there was George W. Bush who had a Republican Congress and who had an opportunity to do it and who tried to do it um, and and was blocked by yep. the Tea Party. Yep. Uh, back in 2009, uh, back in the, you know, um, and and then Trump, Trump. Who wanted to build a wall had a Republican Congress and had all the votes that he needed to pass comprehensive immigration reform, and they didn't do it. Um, And and now you have Democrats in power, and Democrats, yes, do have both houses of Congress and do have the presidency, but they still need. I mean, immigration isn't an issue that you can solve with a budget reconciliation bill where you only need fifty votes. This is one of those where you you need sixty votes. You need ten Republicans to come across the aisle and, and you can't even get 10 Republicans. I'm curious. Right
0: as, yeah. Under 10, less than 10 because I was just trying to name in my head who might those people, might be. those people be. Mm-hmm. And I can only think of Mitt Romney. Well, because
2: you can only, you can or, already see when you speak, I don't know, even if you make a rational like, argument, maybe. And uh-huh.
4: I mean, you know, there, there's enough people who would go if, if I think if rash, if, there was enough delivered that was rational. Somebody delivered a uh, rational plan.
0: But what's the counter when a plan, any plan, I, seems to be presented?
4: There's from, never from a side.
3: I have a quick question. That's too why we're going to have is, our own party. Um,
4: humane party. <laughs> the humane party. The humane
3: party. My quick question is: Do you think that it's to a point where if a Democrat? Um, Presents a comprehensive plan that Republican Republicans won't vote for it just because it's Democrat. Is that what you're talking about? We can't get Republicans. Right now,
1: Republicans won't vote for. And I'm blanking on what it is that that uh, that Liz Cheney proposed. Oh, like, I think it was. Oh, it's the Electoral Count Act. That's what Mm -hmm. it is. Um, Liz Cheney proposed changes to the Electoral Count Act, which Mm -hmm. is to, you know, basically make it so that all of the things that we had the January 6th controversies over, like whether or not the vice president is purely there to have a Mm -hmm. ceremonial purpose or whether he actually has the powers that, you know, Donald Trump thought he might have. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It just says that we're going to line this out and make sure that everything and it's. Because it's Liz Cheney, there are Republicans right, who, who are voting. Who crossed the line. Because Liz Cheney and Liz Cheney is a Republican. Lost.
3: And who lost
1: yeah. because yep. of because that very thing. Line. We have some pretty good
3: line. Facebook comments. Um, I was just going to say, um, I can't see all of them right now. But uh, Todd Richardson said George Bush was the president almost 20 years ago. Um Scott, Paul, and I agree with you, Riley, the immigrants should have all the blessings other residents of this country have, but also pay the same prices as we talked about earlier. And then, if you scroll down, March Vineyard resident calls police to report a Hispanic in the neighborhood not operating a leaf blower. <laughs> I did see that. Like, Thank you, Todd. hey, excuse that's... me. Thank you, Todd. Todd uh-huh. Richardson. Good. Yeah, um, but that's true. You know, Obama did have the majority in Congress for eight years. It wasn't.
1: It wasn't eight years. Obama? No, it was two years.
3: Two out of it was eight. The first two oh, years as he far was he was two out of eight for eight, he had, but he had the yeah, right. majority, majority vote. vote for two right. Two.
2: Right. Huh. And so. And actually, his his platform was healthcare. Nobody so. can do that in two years because you're that election. You're already mm-hmm. in the election cycle. I think that's part of the problem with the way the political system is set up. The way that it's set up is that basically you're in election somewhere every two years. Right. So. If you can't get something done within like two months. years, mm-hmm. then you're not getting anything done right. because then everybody is so concerned about their political livelihood their right, yeah. that nobody will venture anything, no one will do mm-hmm. anything Which, that again, would leads cause me for to, moderation or cooperation.
0: That's the whole, uh, the whole thing about term limits as well. You know, career politicians, is that really effective?
1: I don't, I don't know that it's career politicians. I think it's more... Politicians who are way too beholden to special interests and to party lines to Yeah, to the far fringes of their party. I mean, you have uh, and this is on both sides. You have politicians who have to Pander to a base in order to get the elected books. in a primary Right, um, right. Yeah. You have and it's on both sides and, I mean, Absolutely on both sides. It's like, it's like sides.
4: people. You know, there's all sorts of politicians, but some of them Go that way, mm-hmm. and they get so far away. Like you said in the beginning, their fingers are off the pulse of the mm-hmm. of what's really yeah. happening with the people they're trying mm-hmm. to govern. Right, mm-hmm. um,
2: and it becomes their livelihood now. Right, that's right. that's their, that's what they do. So, sure. I which think, um, I think I don't know that it's term limits. I think that's a legitimate conversation. I think pack money. I think that kind of thing is the bigger conversation, right. yeah. because I think that if you weren't beholden To those lobbying groups who helped get you elected.
1: Right. Well, and then the mm. the way things are now with the way that, I mean, up until the Supreme Court um, made it so that you can't contribute directly to a a candidate, you actually, they did the super PAC thing. Yeah, right. Where, Where... you can do unlimited contributions, and corporations are people too. And and we're giving money to all these super PACs. Now it's all dark money. You don't even know where it's where coming it's coming from. from. Yeah, and all of these ads are coming from PACs that might be. I mean, who knows who they are? Which, instead of even being just, a politician,
3: it seems so awful. I I you know as I coached in the high school for years, if I had a vendor that I ordered you know, uniforms for the cheerleaders from or whatever. And then they gave me like a little present to, because I ordered, I could get fired for accepting yeah, that present. Right. I I can't have that present. Like we have those kinds of laws. Like, right. and I'm not, I'm not making major decisions. No, <laughs> no. Like, well, right? the that cheer uniform the is a very major yes, that was decision. A, it was it's a, big a black de- and
4: gold today, girls, <laughs> not gold and black. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> But, like that, I would get fired. And we've, I, right. we've seen it in the state of Utah where coaches have accepted something and maybe even unknowingly, and, and we're fired because the vendor right. can't give prizes or whatever they bonuses did. or bribes or whatever you want to call it. But well, yet, we can at the, in that, the, that at level. At the very highest level? The yeah. very highest the very level. Highest oh, they're not level. supposed to. They're not allowed but to. Who's, do that, but who's do. monitoring we, that? Like, why? The government. Is, Oh, wonderful. Okay. Okay, Well, that makes total sense. Again, very bottom line, we have
0: this festering hole of all these issues. Mm -hmm. And the band-aid for each one of these issues just keeps getting placed instead of getting to the bottom line. Mm -hmm. My angst about it all is that how in the Sam Hill does that get fixed when what we see... Is so out of our control. We know that we start at the local level, and at the same time, how
3: does that get fixed without we a vote. total implosion?
1: The to vote. Well, the that's voting, the, of right, course. Of and course. I think, and
3: that's a grand. And Scott like, you said know, it. Uh, Scott said too. Um, a couple. Down, he he said, the best thing we can do is vote, yeah. and, that's, and, th- and
1: that's. I think we're going to be surprised. I think this midterm election, you're going to see a whole lot more young people come out and vote. You're going to see men, younger people. You're going to see women. I I think that
0: there's been enough
1: there's been change for that's those going two demographics in the that I think. That, I hope, and I, you know, I don't I don't know that I'd totally trust the polls this time around in these midterms elections, just because. I think there's a there's a shift kind of happening right now. And I mean young people have over the last 10 years more and more young people have been coming out to vote and I think that trend's just going to continue, well, which is a really it. good thing. Well, and it's interesting Absolutely. because our yeah.
0: son who is 21 listening to him talk about politics is crazy. <laughs> he knows all the stuff that I I mean I wasn't even 2 ounces as interested in politics at his yeah. age and able to talk about things mm-hmm. as he is and i know that his friends his peer group they're all the same way and so hmm. I, that so, must happen once they leave my classroom now, well, and before I they turn 21 <laughs> you know, i was just trying to i was just trying yeah. to figure out how i could pass that in because right. it's like that shift that transition i'm hoping oh sorry I'm hoping that
3: that progresses through. Right. Well, and and you're right, Kim Michelle, in high school, because they're still home and um, what they do is regurgitate what they've heard at home, which is fine, whatever, but they have to get a little bit more mature and then they will experience things and they'll decide for themselves and our son-in-laws and our son, Christian, they all have a pretty Big opinions, strong opinions opinions about this uh, politics as well, which, again, is something.
4: I think most um, most people, whichever side you're on, are are pretty sick of it. I mean, Mm -hmm. everybody's like, this is just a bunch of crap. Yeah. I mean, because I think on most issues, sorry, leaving, migrating as fast as they can away from places like California, New York, because it's just overbearing. and it's, it's just so not
0: over. I don't know yeah. about New York. are leaving. In, I hadn't heard that.
4: Well, I've got them. Being, I've been working for them, but oh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: <yeah. All> right, <laughs> all right. Them. So I uh, build I houses mean, for people. Few, for yes, sure. and a lot of them
4: complain. But um, mm-hmm. but you've got you know I, I think it's just it, like we've said. It's just so divisive. We just need some. We need some people to sit down with some common sense and make some choices and decisions that that work for everybody. It yeah. doesn't seem like it should be that hard. I, uh, I pitched an uh, idea to, um, to Jill a little bit ago. Like, what if every governmental decision that was made was like jury duty? So they mm-hmm. just you, you select 50 random individuals from across the country, mm-hmm. random. Pick them up, fly them wherever it's going on, drop them down. They, everybody pitches their idea what they want to do, and then you let the people help decide mm-hmm. in real time. Versus just people who, again, are so are far separated yeah. from mm-hmm. what's really going on. Right. Get their right. opinion. Right. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: Yeah. It I, would be I, fabulous because I think most people really are more middle. I, th- I, think, yeah. the, I think the rhetoric is really polarized. Totally. And I think the positions are polarized. But I think most people are really more moderate pretty much in the middle. You might be to one side of the middle more than the other. But really, most, I think, um, most people are in the middle somewhere. Do you think that's on a bell curve? I'm not kidding. That would be
0: really interesting, what you're talking about, Kim Michelle, because if that were the case, the possibility, the potentiality of things changing, if you could get that 83 or 86% of the
4: bell curve. That would actually mean that all the polls are lying, about everything.
2: Well, I well, think that I don't, a lot I don't of people think we can answer trust polls uh-huh. anyway, but, right. right because I think a lot of people answer to what they think their party, respectively, mm-hmm. the party Other position there, that yeah. they and, respectively and hold. Think about, think about and how, listen about, to, about, to the, how the how way questions are answered, <laughs> <are> our phrased. <laughs> well, are phrased. but you, um, you got <laughs> to
3: get in or We you don't get a word in. I was just going
1: to say, think about how much harder it's gotten to do polling since we invented these things. I mean, yeah. You know, it used to be that you could call somebody at home. And Please don't. He was holding yeah. up his phone. Call. Call. call me. I, well, I, they could see it. See, look. They're
3: yeah. Cool. Watching. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. I guess they are. not always. Yeah. If they're on the podcast, they can't see mm-hmm. it. I held, I held up my phone and I said, um, yeah, because people don't have home phones anymore. So, yeah. Right? yeah. It is Well, well, is well they seem hard. to get
3: my, I get spammed is all the time. Hard. I, I want to point out a couple yeah. things yeah. that are. Way off. Because people didn't tell the truth. Yeah. Some Facebook comments. Hey, thanks, Scott.
4: Appreciate Scott
3: that. Scott and Austin. Austin talked about how we need an uncensored media, and mentioned that Democrats own about ninety percent of all media. I don't know for sure if that's the right percentage. And but I think love it's Scott. Pretty close. Perhaps what we need, what I, we have wait, been, well, is a free I, and unfair. How about we talk? Yeah. Let's ask somebody who it. actually knows that. Yeah. What do you
0: I, think? Who's in the media I for twenty years? Yeah, yeah.
1: Democrats own ninety percent of all media. I. I mean. Yeah, there's a, a larger percent of people who work in journalism who are more liberal, more liberal persuasion. But mm-hmm. having spent my career in journalism, I can tell you that day in and day out, most journalists are doing their very best to provide fair and even coverage to the people that they write about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I would say you're probably maybe right and yes, as think, Utah, but,
4: but what, think, is, what about it as a network? This is not across so, the board. No. This
1: is, and this is, I think, where a lot of the lines have been blurred since we came up with things like Fox News and CNN is that you have people on those shows who provide commentary right. that is not opinion, news. that is not news. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sean Hannity doesn't do news, Sean Hannity does opinion. Right. And Rachel Maddow doesn't do news, Rachel Maddow provides. Opinion, opinion. Um, and and you have networks who have started to cater to those different things, and yes, because of there's, their numbers,
0: because of advertising and numbers, because it makes and clicks. money. Clicks and, make money,
1: and maybe it seems like there are more left wing outlets than there are right wing yeah. outlets, um, but I think at the end of the day, there are a lot of very fair. Outlets out there. I mean, NPR is. Mm -hmm. I listen to NPR every day, pretty much, and I don't think you'll find a fairer news source, a more middle of the road news source Mm -hmm. than NPR. Mm -hmm. I went down that road this last week trying to figure out, you know,
4: Mm -hmm. because because I and I, I go back and forth. I try and watch. I actually probably watch more CNN, or I I definitely watch um, NBC in the morning, and I know Mm -hmm. it feels like they're directed left. Their 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 personal beliefs, and these are the people that are you know they're the. Uh,
3: uh, I always want them to tell me what they think because I feel like they just. They read do. You what they think almost mm. every
4: day, but um, <laughs> oh, but, I'm at but work. it feels like it's one way. I try not to watch Fox. I feel Fox like tries so hard to to try and correct the weight on the left mm. that they overcorrect. On the right, on yeah. the right. I
2: think that's which
4: is disturbing. You know, a I'm like, generous I'd, I'd interpretation. Like a, I'd like a, <laughs> a little like you're saying a more balance. So I, I did pull up some um, some other stuff trying to just figure out okay, because because I, I really do look at things and I want to be I want to be fair about the way I'm looking at things. I want to be reasonable about it. Um, uh, another thing I mentioned is like Stephen Covey he read his book a long time ago. Seven Habits, but it's like we're all born with the natural paradigm of right and wrong. We all know kind of generally when we're born what's right and wrong. Even when somebody is a bad person, I think that they know they're being bad or... We hope. We Mm. hope. And some people are just crazy. But, you know, I think it's with everything, you're just listening to something and go, this doesn't make sense. It just isn't fair all the way around. It's not balanced. Doesn't doesn't, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so... Again, going back to our original conversation about the Martha's Vineyard thing, I'm going, it It doesn't seem fair that they would take these poor immigrants and send them to Martha's Vineyard, um, which would be a vacation for any of us. And it was for them, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But it seems unfair, and somebody's complaining about it because it's unjust to them. When in reality, if you just sit back and look at it in, in all fairness, you're like, it wasn't horrible for them, and everybody got— an idea of what's going on in the world because of it. It didn't treat them poorly.
2: Okay, or- so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say something about that just because. Here we go. I, no, but just because. But this is a civil I discourse, think, right? Yeah. This is what we yeah. do. Yeah,
4: the humane society.
2: Right. <laughs> I think that there are two ways that you kind of can approach the world, and one is that the means justify the ends. So. Uh, as long as the end I can define as a good thing, then how I get to the end is okay. As long as the end benefits people. Mm-hmm. There's another that says, no, the meme is a meme. It's an end in and of itself. I think people are an end in and of themselves because they exist. They are they're a good just because they are and to use them as a means even if what you achieve at the end is something good for a certain segment of the population to me that's not good
4: well do you think if those people understood that what they were doing was going to was going to shine a light on um on on the situation that's happening at the border and what we should do like Mm -hmm. let's solve problems now DeSantis probably isn't doing it for all the right reasons, but the people who got to see what was happening can help make decisions that make it a good decision. They made it, it a good we d- can't d- decide what, that is, for them is, if
3: they had is, a choice. They didn't. This is, right.
1: I think, the problem with saying that Ron DeSantis did a good thing by shining the spotlight on this situation is that Ron DeSantis just sent immigrants to Martha's Vineyard and then didn't say— this is what we need to do to fix the problem. Ron DeSantis doesn't have a plan. Ron DeSantis isn't doing this to shed light on his amazing comprehensive immigration reform plan. He doesn't have one. Ron DeSantis did this to gin up his base and to prepare himself to run for president. Mm -hmm. That's why Ron DeSantis did this. And and even if that were Ron DeSantis' ultimate goal and he had said at the end of the day... I'm sending these people to Martha's Vineyard. Oh, and by the way, here's my 500-page comprehensive immigration reform package that I think we should pass. Then that's a a whole different conversation uh, than just some kind of stunt with no thought and no no plan.
4: I agree. But I, I understand what you're saying. At the same time, we've got five people right here talking about it on a podcast that Almost everybody listens to. You. Our one Almost, listener yeah. is fantastic. <laughs> right, well, Thank you. All our listeners. Right. Our, <laughs> our three <laughs> listeners tonight. <laughs> our three yeah. listeners tonight. Thank you guys. No, but but, I but could what, have if there's about fifty of these people, that, if there's fifty people out there, but we 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 wouldn't have. Uh, it's there now.
2: I do all the time.
4: Okay, but right now we're talking about it, and if there's another fifty people with five people talking about it, they're going to talk to five other people the next day that are going to talk to five other people. Maybe the solution comes out. You know, well, we tried to come up with a plan today, or we, at least we thought, we, you know, we're talking about some some options. And that, it's obviously not going to happen at the governmental level because they're too divided. But we're not. We're here to talk
1: about this, to make, to help. So we have to start right. voting for people who have plans. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what, at the end of the day, that's we'll what plans. we need well, Not just vote
2: against them, but vote for something, and not just against something. Here's the other thing.
0: You know, how many people who have all of these horrible negative things to say about issues are actually out there trying to figure it out themselves or trying to support or trying to get the word out or trying to to offer aid or where where is I mean, when are these people going to put their
3: money where their mouth money is? where their mouth is? And I don't well, even mean money. I mean, volunteer the, support. Well, and and so that brings a. Two things. <laughs> How do you get two
0: things?
1: Have, I have
3: things. Two things. I Rick, have to, in case
1: you're watching, I have and two, don't, two don't things and Don't interrupt her after thing one. Let yeah, her finish I thing remember. Two. I remember. remember. I remember.
3: I'm going to struggle remembering the two things. Two things. Uh, I love. Uh, I love that you are passionate as a citizen and yeah, yeah, wanted to have a conversation sure yeah. about yeah. this. And you so want few. to talk. You want to figure this out. Yep. and And. We need to. 100%. And the second thing is, what are some things we can do? We can vote. We can vote for policies. We can vote for people who have plans. Add and an, Add an
0: A to that.
3: Uh-huh. Okay. Here's one for thing. My... Number one, and the
0: addition to that, is know what you're voting for and vote not on rhetoric, not on... Political line. Political line. Uh-huh. Not or, on what or you or heard other people talking about. Yeah. Have you done the work yourself? Have you looked and, yourself? Have you investigated it yourself?
1: Yeah, and and done so through more sources than just
0: what the, pops up the, on your
1: phone, the political source that's on your side. Like mm-hmm. if you've listened, I love that you listen to CNN. I do too. I wish more Republicans listen to CNN. I wish more Democrats listened listen to, to, Fox to Fox News. Um, just,
3: just to see, to hear, see just to, yeah. you hear You know the what the other, other side. side is saying. Yeah. right?
4: You can't be informed and not Right, and not do that yeah. because you're not you're you're getting fed, yeah, information. Well,
0: it's the biggest echo chamber you could get stuck in.
1: Yeah, right. really. And, and then and when
0: you d- when you eliminate people on, you on your feeds hole. that have a different opinion from you, you're narrowing your echo chamber, the exit to your echo chamber even more. and yeah. you're stuck in there and you're just bouncing around here in the same. Which game. which
4: is why I love and Patty has a second thing that we didn't get to, but that's. <laughs> why i like talking with you guys because we we're not on the same page all the time right you know but at least we can have a conversation and like yeah and, and and i came in here with the idea that you know i came to talk with you guys tonight about this to go okay you know change my mind or or help me. help me get somewhere in right. the middle of this whole yeah. thing and and i really did so and thank you for well, the opportunity. But
0: I like hearing on the
3: other side, too. So, so thanks, Riley. Yeah. Keep
1: so padding.
3: besides voting, what can we do?
0: Do no,
1: know what was thing two?
3: that was? What can we do? Oh,
1: that was thing two. What,
3: how do we put our money where our mouths are? Like if, if I want to personally do something for. Um. Immigration volunteer, volunteer. That's yeah. the
1: other thing that mm-hmm. you can do is, and, and you know what we could do? You can vote, and then you can volunteer for yep. somebody's campaign. We I could mean, go yeah. down to
4: Texas and get 150 people and fly them to Martha's Vineyard, and there would be no political gain.
1: Then could go to Martha's you Vineyard, sure
2: and we would go too. <laughs> you should for sure do that because then we'll have more. Than one (laughs) viewer on our next podcast. So yeah, that would be that would be awesome. Yes, thank you. Um, uh, I think the other thing you can do is that you can um be committed to educating yourself on issues i think you can Correct. be not be afraid to be in discourse with people mm-hmm. and do it in a mm-hmm. humane civil kind of way and appreciate that it really is the differences in the conversation that get lost in the big political scheme of things where you're either here or you're here. But in actuality, most of us are here in the human section where we want people to
0: be okay, and we want people to get school and we want people to have health care and we want people to live in a safe place where they are not afraid for their freaking lives. So, you know what, illegal or not, you know what, people, I would hope you would take me in as well. I, I would hope you would take me in as well. In if I were, were stuck mm-hmm. like that. I would hope that you would bring us in mm-hmm. and you would say, here, let's get your young kids in school here. Let's make sure you get some immunization so that we can make sure that as a herd, we're all healthy. Fix illegal immigration. It's bigger than that.
3: Well, and I, I want to say, uh, you know, to Todd's comment here, um, I understand that he he was just out of the country for a while, and so being out of the country, there were a lot of things they had to do to get to that country, and maybe maybe we do, we don't have all those things in place here. But I don't know. I I don't care. Well, I feel like we just we need, need we, we, we need as humans. a country
1: we need immigrants. I mm-hmm. mean, there's so, a reason why yeah. Panda Express is paying my kid eighteen dollars an mm-hmm. hour right. to wash dishes, mm-hmm. and the reason is that we don't have enough.
3: Workforce, unskilled
1: labor, right? Mm-hmm. Well, more, one, our more kids, more migrant don't really want Most of them don't want to work, so they're they're able to get well, you, jobs high jobs. every high They're trying to get them off the work, couch, Yeah, I right? don't think if you got every high school kid out there to go to work, that we'd still not be paying eighteen dollars an hour. For, I you guys, right? I, right? I, right? no, I don't, I don't And that contributes to inflation. So if we can, if we can get more people to come, no, no,
0: no, 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 I work every day with teenagers, and almost all of my teenagers at school are have working. a job. Yeah. So I take complete issue with the fact that we have to get kids off the couch. We have to get kids off their phones. And I feel like that when they're at work, they should be off their phones, too. But that's just Oh, me. so that's driving.
4: Like, we gotta give them stop. Uh. We got to get them out of the car so they'll <laughs> stop texting. Something. And on
0: their phone. But I'm telling you what... The majority of my students have jobs. Yeah. Um, here's. Um,
3: wait, wait, wait. I want to say one thing to that really quick. Sorry. To, to I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, my kid, my <laughs> kids. My kids had three. jobs. I, was, I know. <laughs> but this is a new segment, so okay. it's my one. Number Here one. Uh, two things. <laughs> my <laughs> <laughs> uh, my kids had jobs in high school, they did. and I, I loved it. They should have. Oh, they. I thought it was great for them. But um, I, I coached cheerleaders for 17 years, and my. Best, most responsible, organized, on-time kids that had good grades had jobs because they had to organize their time. Yep. And um, I was
2: always for, yeah, get a job. Yep. Actually, I want my kids, my students to work less because they're working till, like, well,
3: that's,
0: yes, 11, that's 12
2: it, o'clock that, at night. That's and problematic. Here's, here's, they, that is I problematic. Mean,
0: and that's so true, Kim Michelle, because... I mean, as teachers, we wish that they could get homework time in, right? Yeah. And my comment about my kids are working—that's just so that people out there understand that they're not all teenagers. It's aren't not an just, easy conversation. It's not an easy because conversation because things aren't the
2: same. I mean, we live in we 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 live in a lot um, landlocked state, which is very different than a border state. Mm-hmm. So how we interpret what's going on is very different than. What you're seeing in, uh, border state. A, in a border mm-hmm. state, right? So that's part of the conversation, too, was that we have to be willing to expand out of our own sphere of what benefits us personally and what we see personally right. into the bigger scheme of things. And then I really hope that the conversation is really around, regardless of nationality, regardless of any artificial border that exists, and you happen to be born on one side or the other by luck or whatever, that we see each other as humans living in a human experience and that what grace we give them, we would want others to give to us somewhere along the line. Mm -hmm. And I really think that at that level, we could create solution, but we've gotta be really committed to that resolve. And that means we've gotta be active in areas that may feel uncomfortable to us, like Mm -hmm. in the political arena.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like you said, volunteer in the political yeah. arena that aligns with our um, yeah.
1: Not ideas. Yeah. Knock doors. And, yep. and mm-hmm. not only can you vote, but you can make sure that 10 other people get to the yep. polls too. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. volunteer to drive people who can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, volunteer and go to the nursing home and pick up people and take mm-hmm. them to the polls.
2: Yeah. Right. I think that's illegal.
1: No, it's not. Hey, guys, jump in. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be We're illegal if, to, you like, if you a told a them I'll ride, give you fifty bucks if you a free vote ride for this We're gonna yeah. give you some uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cherry and some food, pie. yeah. Ice
2: cream, yeah. ice cream, yeah. Ice
1: cream. It's on not on. illegal to give people a ride to the polls. Yeah. Well, so what?
2: don't think it is if you put somebody in your car to give them a lift. Don't think that you're going to be arrested. Unless... Just don't tell
4: them who to vote for. Unless you're right, do something exactly.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys, I'm so appreciative of this. Thank you for being here. Great. We've appreciated the conversation.
3: I, we hope you, th- we made you think about yeah. something, maybe that a uh, side or a, an option or a plan or just whether you agree or disagree. That's not the point. Yeah, think about it. Think
2: about it and yeah. think about
3: humans yep. as yeah. humans. Think yeah. about humans yeah. and check your source.
2: Yeah, yeah. So have a great evening. Thank, thank you. And we will see you. Thank you, Jeff. A thank you, Riley. Yeah. Thank, yeah. You thank you, gentlemen, problem. and Scott. Yeah. Next time nice you'll join
0: us. you yeah. yeah. okay. Thank to you, to later See ya.
3: Thanks for listening to It's a Great Day to Talk. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us
2: on your favorite podcast platform. And until next week, get out there and talk.
1: This has been a production from a podcast studio.